Time is now 8.18, and as I said before briefly, the name Julian Assange, so divisive. The Australian co-founder of WikiLeaks, arrested on April 11th by British police at the Ecuadorian embassy in London. You may recall the scenes of him being dragged out. He'd been actually living in political asylum inside the embassy for almost seven years, the UK is to decide whether to extradite Assange in response to allegations that he conspired with former US intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning, who's in prison, to download classified databases. But for now, the prosecution of Assange sparks passionate debates over press freedom. There is, of course, also the question of his rape allegations in Sweden and whether they will be revived. Uh, to learn more Kathleen Polans is a reporter of CNN from Washington, D.C., and joins us on the line. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. So after seven years of managing to avoid arrest, suddenly there we saw him dragged out of the embassy just to kind of step back a few days, a week and a half or so. How out of the blue was that? There seemed to have been whispers that uh, they, they saw it coming. There had been some whispers. There had been reports um, for a week or so where journalists were were on alert and going outside of the embassy to watch to see if something would happen. Tensions had been pretty high for some time um, between the Ecuadorian government and Assange, who, like you said, had been living inside the embassy in London there for for seven years. And really, this was the this was what happened um, after the U.S. government had had an interest in. Um, arresting Assange in some way um, for many years. There had been an Interpol red notice to locate him and and place him under provisional arrest um, from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security eight years ago. So they were really waiting for him either to step out outside of the embassy in London or for something to happen. And uh, the reason that he was taken out of the embassy on April 11th was because um, the U.K., uh, confirmed that he he could be arrested, and the Ecuadorian embassy, the Ecuadorian government, uh, revoked the asylum that they were giving him. So that allowed the the British government to go in to bring him in for uh, a separate charge that he had been wanted on for breaking his bail about uh, from when he originally went into the embassy, and then the UK government later said, you know, the US also is is trying to extradite Assange, take him out of of the country, and bring him to the US to face charges. Uh, that had been under seal here. The the intriguing question of what charges he may actually face and where continues to linger because this idea of being arrested for failing to surrender to court was clearly some sort of pretext, right? What do you see as, as being his likely immediate future? Well, I can't say what what he may face. Um, what we do know based on our reporting at CNN is that... Um, there are additional charges that are expected um, to be brought from the Department of Justice against him. We don't know what those are yet, what they would pertain to, but you know, my reporting has shown, based on the court record here, that there are ongoing investigations, several of them, related to multiple different leaks that WikiLeaks is involved in. Now, we're not sure how those will, will intersect with, with 
potential charges, if at all. Um, but right now, he only faces one count, a conspiracy to commit computer intrusion. Um, and that's a conspiracy with Chelsea Manning. Manning uh, obviously was arrested, spent seven years in jail, um, and had her sentence commuted by the, the U.S. president in 2017. So we don't know what else is going on. Um, but there, there definitely are signs at this point that, that there could be more charges that Assange would face. I understand. The, the situation with Chelsea Manning, perhaps we can touch on in a second. I just want to briefly yeah. address this Sweden situation. Is there anything that you're hearing that suggests uh, Julian Assange will face prosecution in Sweden potentially over rape allegations? I don't know. Uh, I think at this point we are, we're still waiting to see what will happen at the next hearing for Assange in the extradition proceedings, what, um, what his uh, legal efforts will entail before the judge in the U.K. I think it's really so- too soon to tell how some of these things will move forward at this point, other than the fact that he, he does have to appear in court again, and uh, the U.S. is really trying to bring him back to, to this country uh, to face the charge that's been unsealed against him. The, the the question of that Sweden allegation is very interesting, though, because it kind of divides public opinion, doesn't it? You, you've got the the WikiLeaks side of this, where perhaps members of the public would have great sympathy, but if there is the even just the suggestion of sexual assault, that that can easily distort the situation. And it, how do, should you and I and any other journalist approach that question at this point? Well, um, you raise an interesting point regarding Assange's case, and and right now it really is a situation where there have been allegations against him for the types of crimes that are prosecuted by different governments, whether it's uh, a rape allegation or an allegation by the U.S. government of of conspiracy to um, illegally access a computer. That's the charge he faces in the U.S. And what his lawyers have, have done from the moment he was arrested, is said these case, whatever his proceedings are, it could call into question press freedoms. And and the question is really going to boil down to um, is a prosecution of Assange somehow going to touch on um, the potential to prosecute other journalists for doing their job? In the U.S., the First Amendment is um, incredibly protected under our Constitution, and publishing information is really a main part of that, um, of what's protected action. And so there's always sort of a question around around Assange of what will happen uh, with his case and how close it will get to press freedom. Right now, as far as the U.S. charge goes, uh, conspiracy to commit a computer intrusion, that really doesn't cross that line as far as we can tell at this point, but it will be interesting to see what his lawyers say in court when he goes before the judge in Britain um, and what they argue. Yeah, well, certainly the lawyer, Jennifer Robinson, by stating that it could set this dangerous precedent you've just referred to where any journalist could face U.S. charges for publishing truthful information about the United States. It, it is seemingly appealing to the global media to to make sure that they report this a certain way. Um, but the Chelsea Manning situation is intriguing outside of this. So uh, I'm looking for or looking at a report from earlier this week that claimed uh, Chelsea Manning lost her appeal to get out of jail on Monday after she refused. Um, and of course, we're talking about someone who was originally a, a he when a lot of this started um, just to add further 
uh, confusion to the story, but Chelsea Manning refused to testify before a grand jury about WikiLeaks and founder Julian Assange. And, and the, the headline of a BuzzFeed article on this is Julian Assange was arrested, so why is Chelsea Manning still in jail? What do you make of the Chelsea Manning situation? Yes, this is one of those um, pieces of the story that we just don't know where it's going to go. Um, what happened is that the uh, a grand jury in the U.S., which approved the indictment against Assange, um, after that, the, that same grand jury, we believe, um, may have tried to call Chelsea Manning to testify. Chelsea Manning was definitely called in front of a court to testify to a grand jury, but prosecutors won't say exactly what that's about. Uh, a lot of the, the reporting suggests that it may be about Assange, it may be about WikiLeaks, um, but her lawyers are claiming that you know there may be something unfair going on by the, the prosecutors um, because the prosecutors aren't Say, willing to say why uh, they want her testimony. And it's, it's a question, her lawyers say, that uh, could entrap her if she were to, to say something before the grand jury that would go against something she said previously in her, in her court proceedings. So the situation with Manning is why is there still um, a need for Chelsea Manning to testify to a grand jury if Assange has already been indicted and arrested? And um, the grand jury still appears to be sitting. And why is that? Because uh, it, it is continuing to create a situation where Chelsea Manning is in jail. There's this suggestion that Assange played a, a critical role in the 2016 presidential election in the US with the support of Russian intelligence, although the Mueller report recently seemed to be unable to draw a definitive link. And then we have the question... And I think this is a very interesting question of how Assange, based in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, could have orchestrated anything. Right. So the Mueller report, which was released on Thursday of last week, um, found that there was no conspiracy on the part of anyone um, in the U.S., including members of the, the president's um, campaign, that conspired in any way with the, with the Russian hack. Um, and that they, the finding was that they did nothing criminal. Now, that is, um, the piece of it that connects back to Assange is that there is a pending court case against a um, Trump associate named Roger Stone, um, and the court case is accusing Stone of obstructing justice, of lying, and of threatening a witness about um, his attempts to contact WikiLeaks during the election because WikiLeaks was the organization that ultimately published emails um, that the Russians had hacked. Right. So We've got to leave it there, I'm afraid, Kathleen Polance, but thank you so much for joining us.